All right. And we're ready. What's going on, man? Are you ready to argue? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, something like that. We got. Don't hold the mic up that high. Can you tell those sound waves are clipping? (laughs) Shout out to clipping. (laughs) Shout out clipping. Um, What's going on, everyone? So basically, the uh, Jake and I are going to do a podcast, and we're kind of getting the uh, the kinks out and stuff. And we had we had some ideas that we're sort of uh, ruffling around with. And we thought this was going to be a good one to just kind of start off with, I guess. Um, we kind of saw this post on Instagram uh, of like the bracket, the brackets for uh, different songs and different artists and whatnot. And one of our favorite artists is Brockhampton. So we thought it would be fun to make our own bracket and to kind of go through it and see what what hot takes we have about certain songs going up against certain songs and whatnot and kind of how that all played out. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how we got to this. I didn't realize how hard it was going to be to make a bracket. Not even like what, (laughs) not even what to put in it. Like how many different bracket websites just didn't work correctly. So like, so what, what we did, like, cause there's already a bunch of, uh, Brockhampton brackets out there, but like. In order for just convenience for our own list and stuff, we wanted to make our own. So Jake uh, decided to uh, try to like look up different brackets, like, like bracket generators on websites and whatnot. And <laughs> they just were like, like we couldn't fit pain in the butt. All, yeah, we couldn't fit all the songs in and stuff. Yeah, like, so there was a limit. We chose not to do Brockhampton's first album, and then uh, All American Trash. Yeah, All American Trash, and then. They have saturation one, two, and three, and all of those have little interludes on them, like skit one, cinema one, and scene one. And we chose not to do any of those because they're interludes; they're not real songs. And then iridescence has loophole, and we chose to include loophole just for <laughs> uh, to make it easier on ourselves because that still leaves seventy tracks to put into um, to put into a bracket system. Yeah, we weren't 100% sure how to make, like, a buy. Because we were going to, like, originally make, like... A oh, song, wait, there's a, a big buy. car driving by. I don't know if it's going to pick up on the recording. <laughs> yeah, we, we originally were going to make um, a spot for a buy. Um, but then we, we were trying to figure that out, and we couldn't really figure that out. So we just decided to put in Loophole. We figured that was one of the... Uh, the skit songs that had a little bit more substance to it anyway. It's got a lot... I mean, not not that the others won't have production, but I feel like more there's more substance to loophole, like you Absolutely. said. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's kind of that was kind of our process going about it. So like, kind of like Jake said, we did not use all American trash, and we did not include um, the demo box set because we don't have direct we access. We don't to own the box that. Set. Yeah. It's so it's only officially released songs. So studio albums. So like the demo demos aren't there. Nothing leaked from Puppy, <laughs> like no, like none of that no, stuff. N- none of like the random singles on YouTube. As like, much as I wish we could include "Let's like Get Married," because <laughs> I love that song. We can't because it's not an officially released song. Yeah, absolutely. So th- yeah, that's basically how um, how this came about. Uh, basically, what we did is we made this bracket. We printed it off. Jake and I. I'm Spencer, by the way. I never. Oh, said we my didn't name. introduce ourselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jake. Yeah, and uh, I'm Spencer. We're, uh, we, we're roommates. <laughs> We've lived together for two school years now. It yeah. feels weird to say two years because it's not really two years, but like it's two years. Right. And like we've, we both essentially have had admirations to do a podcast before. And we figured, you know, what better time than when we're being quarantined, you know? Yeah. So, like, why, shout why out the to the not? coronavirus finally motivating me to make a podcast. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that you know, we've lived together for two years. We both have a deep love for music and stuff. So, like, we figured that this would be pretty fun. And yeah, what better time? What better time, honestly? So, the way this bracket worked, um, I'll, the other problem I ran into with these bracket websites is they only let you put in up to 68 songs and since we had 70 songs we actually divided the bracket up so we have two separate brackets and then so the two winners of the brackets will actually only be like the semi-finalists right and 
If it's like kind of confusing, because for me, like it would be kind of confusing not being able to see it. We're we're gonna lay out like like this is bracket one, and these are the songs that are going toe to toe. Yeah, and discuss the uh, discuss what uh, what we th- what we think about why we chose what we did, why we chose what we chose. Yeah. Um. So Jake and I have already filled out our own individual brackets, but we're going to be discussing each pick. Yeah, so Spencer and I filled out our own. We're going to discuss them, and then I printed out another one for us to build together to try and uh, decide on, like, come to an agreement on which is better. Come to a consensus. Yeah, come to a a consensus on uh, what truly is just the best. Yeah, and basically the uh, the other element to this is there were a bunch of songs that went toe to toe with one another that like I genuinely felt guilty and felt bad yes. about leaving them behind. So we kind of like came up with a star system. We just starred them on our uh, on our brackets. Yeah. And that like when Jake and I were talking about it, we were trying to figure out the criteria for it. And what clicked was is when like like what I just said, like we felt guilty yeah. leaving a song if it behind. Lo- if it lost and you felt guilty that it lost but the other the song it lost to was just so great then it deserves a star so we have a star system they're like the they're the runner ups basically they the honorable mentions is a better way to put it yeah essentially and that's the thing like this this list isn't concrete in what our favorite Brockhampton songs are because like if a certain song went up against a different song then the results yeah it's different. just the way the bracket happened to generate it right so without further ado I think Let's I, I think we're ready to go. Pull let me, bracket number let, one, BH let me, songs. Let me, let me take a sip of my coffee real quick. God dang it. Shout out to some, Tree City. Yeah, shout you want to talk Tree about City your order? Coffee, Kent, Ohio. Yeah. I got that lavender cold brew in my belly. I got so. a uh, caramel macchiato. Ooh, our neighbors are walking by. Why are so many people out at Yeah, by the way, y'all, Jake and I have been up. For, yeah, Spencer and I haven't slept yet. Haven't really slept. So I, I, had, a, I had a script writing assignment that I worked on from 9 p.m. to 6.30 a.m. <laughs> And then Spencer and I were talking about music in a podcast, and we just we're just jumping right in, jumping right into it. So we went and got coffee. Now we're just going for it. (laughs) We're just gonna lean into it. All right. So, uh, so round one. uh, This is like. So we essentially had four songs, uh, two uh, in in brackets of two uh, that had to go toe to toe because of the number placements and stuff. So the first two songs um, that are going toe to toe, and I actually have a star next to this one. I do. I also put a star next to this okay. one. The very first matchup. Yeah, the very guilty. first one. And the two songs are 1999 Wildfire and Berlin. So 19 Wild 1999 Wildfire was part of the singles that they dropped right after Amir left, and Berlin is off of Iridescence. So Jake, why don't you go ahead and get this rolling? I so I um of the two I picked 1999 Wildfire. Okay, I did too. You did too. Okay, I immediately put a star by it because I just felt so guilty kicking out <laughs> Berlin immediately. Yeah, absolutely, and that's that was kind of my um, kind of my uh, thought process too because like originally whenever Iridescence came out, like I wasn't super into Berlin, but like the more I listened to it, like the more the production just like it's so, so I think, abrasive. I think and stuff. iridescence creeps up on you. Oh, absolutely. I, th- I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know if this is a hot take or a normal take. I don't think many people liked it. But the more I listen to iridescence, the more I really appreciate iridescence. It definitely doesn't get the respect it deserves. I feel, but, um, but yeah, I ended up picking wildfire just because, um. I think it's just like I, I I go back to whenever it was released, yeah, and that time was just such it just fit the time so well, yeah, and it also signified like the like Brockhampton being able to get past like the to grow stuff. to grow and transform, yeah, yeah, and honestly, just like Dom's verse going into Barefaces verse is just so so dope to me, and but like I said, Berlin is definitely one of my favorite tracks off of Iridescence and stuff, so. It definitely deserves. Uh, it definitely didn't deserve to, to be out in the first round, but that's how this this goes sometimes, you know. So, 
Um, do you want to go on to the next one? Well, I was just going to say, my other thing about Wildfire was just, there's a lot of songs where sometimes, there's a lot of Brockhampton songs that I hear sometimes, and I think, like, this is the Brockhampton song. Like, this is, not that, not that there are songs where everyone has weak features, but there's some songs that they have where everyone just brought their A game and just like n- no one's carrying the team. Everyone's doing such a great job. Yeah. And I think Wildfire is one of those, but especially Joba's verse. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. That's another one that's like this Joba's verse in particular is one I go back to. I don't know. I hope that big truck that just showed up, I didn't get picked up on the mic. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, to your point, I think that everyone just, like, everyone sounds like themselves on it. Like, it just sounds natural, you yeah. know? So, whereas, even even comparative to Berlin, you know what I mean? Like, I that's, I, I felt that that was like a step kind of like in a different direction in terms of like some of their tones and whatnot. In terms of like their delivery and stuff, like, but... But yeah, shout out, shout out to Berlin. Shout out to Berlin. It didn't deserve to be knocked out in the first Absolutely round, but not. that means Berlin is the first, is my first and Spencer's first honorable mention. Oh yeah, Absolutely. So the next one was uh, Ginger versus Jovair. This one wasn't hard for me. This one wasn't hard for me either. Jovair jo- so wins it. When far. I was doing my bracket, I had such a hard time uh, deciding between 1999 Wildfire and Berlin. Like, I had to listen to both the songs again. I sat in my room for about, like, five to ten minutes with my head in my hands. Couldn't decide. <laughs> Finally made my decision. I get to the next one. It's Ginger and Jovair, and I decide just uh, <laughs> immediately. It's like, oh, cool, Jovair. Yeah. That decision was pretty simple. Yeah, so, like, I definitely – it's not that I don't like Ginger. You know, I, th- I think it's a fun one. Um, I, I, I personally, like, oh, I, I love... need to fill out our together bracket. Uh, <laughs> for the first one i personally love it when brock hampton like gets gets those like feel good songs out you know yeah. especially when they're a little bit more vulnerable um but ginger also kind of just like misses the mark for me at some points um but yeah it it kind of sucks that like in my opinion it's it's i mean it's not my opinion it's the tr- that the track that or the album that the track is no the other way around the track the album is named after yeah and i just don't think it's the strongest track on the album right absolutely um that, that's especially it's and especially it's not it's not stronger compared to joe bear oh my god well that's the thing like the <laughs> i love my story the first time i heard joe bear because like um it, it either dropped the day before the album dropped or like it was like a few hours i think it was going to drop at midnight mm-hmm. and then they dropped the music video for it like five hours before or something I, yeah like i remember that. you talking about that and i was going to um i was actually getting out of a class i was in the business building at kent state university and i have brock hampton's tweet notification set up on my phone mm-hmm. and um i saw that like you know they put the video out and i was like dang okay i'm gonna listen to it and i remember just like sitting on um a bench in the business building Mm -hmm. and listening to it and then like once it got to joba's verse i was just like what the like what (laughs) what's this man on right now you know what i mean and then like you know the beats like sounded like it was gonna start to switch up and then merlin's part came in and then dude like and it just got me so excited for iridescence and like i think it needed that i think iridescence needed that like Mm -hmm. excitement and that push and like it was just such a good choice for a single because like it it, that song represents like the attitude Mm -hmm. and the feel of a lot of that album you know and like i i just will never forget being in the business building and just like like almost dropping my phone right <laughs> like after that shit dropped you know but good stuff man so i think we agree that ginger is or not ginger i think we agree that ginger lost absolutely Jovair is moving on 100 Jovair is moving on which brings us to round two which is all of the songs not just the first two that <laughs> had to be uh, situated first so uh bracket number one in round two tanya versus 1999 wildfire um personally my pick was tanya really yeah i went i picked wildfire yeah so like tanya is one of those songs i i tanya is one of my favorite brockhampton songs in their whole discography um and that was another one of those songs that dropped it it dropped that same summer 
um, but they didn't have a studio release. It was just on, I think they were on Fallon. Um, yeah. And they did that. And like, I remember watching that and I was just like, holy cow. Like, it's one of their most vulnerable songs. And it's I just, think a lot of Iridescence is. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I just love, like, I love the piano at the beginning. And I love, just, I, I think everyone that's on that track. Like kind of, you know how you talked about how Wildfire, um, like it's just very it is genuine. a Brockhampton. It's song. a Brockhampton song. Yeah. I I feel that, but like whenever I listen to Tanya, I just feel like I'm like helping them out individually. Like I want to give them all a hug. Yeah. <laughs> like you know what? That's fair. And stuff. That's fair. Um, I I definitely I definitely like obviously like I love Wildfire. I wouldn't have gotten past. Uh, Berlin, but like I just think like Tanya has that special place for me. I'm know? not gonna lie to you, we're gonna have a lot of conversations about wildfire in my bracket. <laughs> <laughs> that's hey, that's fine, that is fine, but no, so you picked Dang. wildfire, yeah, that's our first. We already disagree, and it's it's our third. That's a third hard one, versus <laughs> that's a hard one, though, you know. So, so uh, what <laughs> now we gotta come now up we gotta with come a, up with. You know, G- give me, give me a uh, give me a take for wildfire. I mean, I think I'm just gonna stand by that. Like, it's if I were to if I were to sh- like tell someone, hey, you should check out Brockhampton. I think like one of the first songs I would recommend is Wildfire. And that's what I, I mean. Get- like in my mind, I brought this up to Spencer earlier uh, last year when Spencer and I were in our or, or, like when we lived together in our dorm. Spencer would play music while he was like going to sleep. And uh, I don't really sleep all that often, so I would just hear the music, which was fine because we have a very similar music taste. And one of so there are certain Brockhampton songs that I associate with like Spencer's going to sleep right now, but I'm going to hear Brockhampton <laughs> music and like all of the '90s songs, like yeah. but especially Wildfire for some reason. I think it always circles back to Joba's verse. Mm-hmm. I think Joba's verse was the first one I like paid attention to in that song that really like roped me in. Gotcha. Yeah, and that's you know, I I would be I definitely be willing to say that for like our uh, consensus bracket, I would be willing to put Wildfire on there just because of your point. Like I would if I was trying to get someone into Brockhampton, yeah, I would probably show them Wildfire over Tanya, yeah, because like there are, uh, there are a couple of those songs that are like super personal and stuff. That like we, once you know the band, yes, yeah, we you, talked about like, that earlier. There are a lot of songs where the members of Brockhampton, the vocalists of Brockhampton, are opening up, and you know something like Tanya is it means a lot. But when you're first listening to Brockhampton, you're gonna think like, well, these guys are just like venting. I don't, I don't know who they are yet, so I don't know these problems yet. Absolutely. Yeah, so I mean, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm cool I tried not to there. base my decisions off of if I'm going to tell someone about Brockhampton, this is the song I'm going to suggest. Yeah, that was like if all else failed argument, yeah, that right. was what I went with. Absolutely. Like we, Spencer and I kind of talked about like sometimes if we couldn't decide on a song, we would remove it from the context of the album and see if it held up. Wildfire doesn't really get that chance because yeah. it wasn't really on an album. <laughs> right. Absolutely. All right. So are we for our consensus bracket are we gonna uh move wildfire up yeah yeah i'm cool with that i'm writing wildfire down i am cool with that all right so the next the next set of songs that we have going up against each other are victor roberts from ginger and 1998 truman what you got i picked victor roberts i picked truman you did yeah and this one was a hard one it didn't get a star for me but like it it uh uh, it was definitely hard to pick. I just like my my thought process was like Truman has essentially everyone in it, as opposed to Victor Roberts that has <laughs> Victor Roberts, Victor Roberts, Bareface, and Ryan Beatty, and, Ryan, and only one of those people is in the band. Is technically within the group. Um, not, not to say like I Victor mean, Roberts. I'll, so is, I'll be I'll be honest, like. So on my bracket, it ended up being Wildfire versus Victor for the next round, mm-hmm. but Victor loses to Wildfire. Okay. Um, I I loved Victor Roberts, <clears throat> but 
and I'm going to make this point again later for a different song. It's barely a Brockhampton song, yeah. but I loved the opening to it. The first line he says is, uh, my Power Rangers couldn't protect me from the LAPD <laughs> kick door. And so I t- talked to Spencer earlier. I love when uh, specifically rappers, but songs in general tell stories that are like clear and concise. You can cl- like deeply listen to it. I love when that happens. And I uh, also love when these aren't stories I can, I can, like, these are not stories I can relate to. This is someone telling me about their life. He lived a very different life than I did. And I get to hear it and hear like the struggles that Victor Roberts had and stuff. Absolutely. But you know what? I think I kind of argued myself out of it because <laughs> at the end of the day, it's barely a Brockhampton song. <laughs> but the end of it with Bareface and Ryan Beatty. It's beautiful. It's, it Overall, really is beautiful. I mean, even just, even with even with like the first verse and stuff. Like, I mean, you you touched upon you know uh, Victor Roberts and his storytelling. Like, yeah, and that's what's so cool about that track is like that's Victor Roberts essentially like his first step on the scene. Yeah, I mean, he like so they premiered that they basically premiered the whole album on their live stream for Friday Therapy, mm-hmm. and very shortly afterwards, Dom. Don McClendon from Brockhampton tweeted like, you know, Victor Roberts is someone I met playing like Xbox live games with mm-hmm. and Victor Roberts was and like everyone, everyone loved him as far as I can tell. Yeah. And Victor took that, like the criticism and like everyone's compliments very well. And he was like, Brockhampton just birthed a new rapper. Mm-hmm. And I loved that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Granted, I haven't kept up with anything <laughs> since then. Yeah. But, um, but that's it. Like you touched on his storytelling. Like, some people are like anyone can, you know, talk about like a story and talk about themselves. But whenever it's compelling enough to like gain your interest, like, yeah. you know that you're a good storyteller. Yeah. And that's like, I, I got that from Victor Roberts on the first listen. Yeah. You know what I mean? With that being said, I, I think that just, I think that Truman is one of those songs that you can go to and say, that's a Brockhampton song. Yeah. You know, what I, I agree. Mean? Like, and, like kind of like to your point and kind of what I touched upon earlier, everyone's in that. And like, it's just a good one to go to like, and like Jesus Christ, man. Like, I mean, Merlin has a really cool, like I would say it's like kind of like, it's not really a chorus, but it's kind of a chorus. He says the same shit. It, yeah. It's a chorus. We'll call it a chorus. And he's know, the hook. It's yeah. The he's hook. the hook. And then even like when Kevin comes in with his like, don't talk back. Like it's fun. It's hype. But then, like, you know, you get into it and the beat kind of switches up whenever Dom comes in. And Dom's verse is, like, dope as shit. And, and the same thing that happens with Matt and has Bareface, like, um, closing out the track with his angelic vocals and whatnot. <laughs> um, so that, that's essentially why I picked it over. I mean, those angelic vocals are also on Victor Roberts. You're right. Absolutely. We talked about, I told this to Spencer earlier, there was a day I was walking and I was uh, listening to Bro- I was listening to Brockhampton, and Victor Roberts came on, and the ending of the song with Bareface and Ryan Beatty genuinely brought a tear to my eye. Yeah, because it's, it's just it's song. so beautiful. Absolutely. But I will say, for our consensus bracket, we can move Truman along. Cool. Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. That means the first match in round three is gonna be Wildfire versus Truman. But we still have all of round two to get through. <laughs> well, I was gonna say there are definitely gonna be some that are shorter talking about than others. We might have to do. I was going to say, we could do this one. I was about to say, we might have to do a second episode that's just the second bracket. That We can do that. We're already, yeah, we can. We're already at 25 minutes. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Okay. Um, this next one I think is going to be a little bit shorter, um, personally, but if not, then hey, that's whatever. Um, so we got If You Pray Right from Ginger against Heaven Belongs to You uh, from Ginger. Um, I put If You Pray Right. I put If You Pray Right. It, that, I feel like that's one of the stronger songs on the album, and "Heaven Belongs to You" is a really cool. "Heaven Belongs part. to You" is an amazing part of the album. It's an amazing song. It's slow tie not slap. a Brockhampton song. Yeah, the slow tie slaps. There's not like, a single Brockhampton member on that track except and that's, for slow. T- I mean, like it's only slow tie. He's not yeah. in the band, and that's which one is of, cool. I like when artists do that. Yeah, but it. But it's not a Brockhampton song. It's a slow tie song that Brockhampton is getting credit for. I lump Heaven Belongs to You in the same boxing category as like something about him and Liquid. It's one of those like one and a half minute songs. Yeah. 
that it's essentially an interlude. Yeah, it gets it, it, it helps like, the album a lot. Absolutely, absolutely. I could, I honestly like I couldn't. I never skip it. Yeah, <laughs> you know oh, absolutely I mean? not. I yeah. never skip it. Like it's a great track, but if you pray right, is just like one of those songs that. You know, I, I sound like a broken record at this point. You're probably going to be hearing it a lot more throughout this. But, like, whenever you hear that song, like, that's a Brock That's Hampton a Brockhampton song. song. Like, that is, like, everyone that brings their That is a Brockhampton song. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm cool to move on. Yeah, we're moving. We're moving one. if you pray right along. Um, and speaking of something about him, um, yeah. the, the next one is uh, something about him against Love Me For Life. What do you got? I move, I chose something about him. I did too. Yeah. I really thought that this was going to be one that we disagreed on. Just in oh, the sense we got some of those coming up. I can already <laughs> tell. I love something about him so much. It's, I think just like you said before, it's something you hear on the album and it's just, it's so good. It's not that, not that love me for life. Isn't good. It's a skippable one for me. Love me for life is a skippable song. Yeah. I, and like, I, you know, we kind of talked about this before, like with it, it's, it's really depends on Kevin's like monotone delivery yeah. to some tracks, you know, with his intro, I get, I find myself daydreaming a little bit and it's not that like what he's talking about isn't great and stuff, yeah. but like I kind of get, I kind of start daydreaming. Joba comes in. I just feel like his delivery gets a little old at some point mm-hmm. because like he has like that drawn out stuff with, with his verse. He sounds great. It's not that. Merlin comes in and kills it like he does on most of Ginger. Yeah. He, it's fantastic. Uh, Bareface closes it out and it's good. But like I just get like such a good feeling when I listen to something about him. And it's another one of those tracks where I'm like, I just feel like Kevin and I are like, Hanging out on a couch a at like two a.m. Yeah, and we're like going into like our feelings and yeah. stuff, and he's just telling oh, me about this guy. Driving by again. Anyway, yeah, he's just telling me about this guy he really likes and stuff, and like kind of like the process in that. There's a lot of Brockhampton songs I think we're gonna, that are going to get brought up that they feel like conversations. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know, there's a lot of songs that are a Brockhampton song. And then there are another one. There are others where it feels like you are sitting down, and these vocalists are opening up to you. Yeah. And I think something about him is one of those songs. Cool. I'm. I'm. So we're gonna move something. <laughs> I'm, about I'm him. pleasantly surprised that we agreed on that. Oh, you, just you wait. I know, but <laughs> I, I'm taking my my wins as I can. You know. Um. So this next one, I have a star next to next to wait and tape. Yes. Interesting. Um. What'd you pick? I picked Wait. I picked Wait as well. Wait's one of my favorite Brockhampton songs. Yeah, Wait is definitely one of my favorite Brockhampton songs, but I think Tape is severely underrated. Um, That's fair. uh, I think the production is crazy on that one. And these two are both very, very vulnerable and very expressive. I'm going to be honest. I don't have any stars in this round. Really? Yeah, in all of round two. I have I, no stars. I have a good bit of stars. <laughs> but I think I, I think I only have in total like five stars. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I only have five stars, and only one of them is on this bracket. The other four <laughs> are on BH Songs 2. That's fantastic. But basically, like, what persuaded me to make this decision was just the fact that, like, Wait is one of my absolute favorite Brockhampton songs. I remember... I actually put like over the summer I was working this job that was very boring and I could had just like a lot of time to kill. So I did one of those question things on my Instagram and like it was you actually who was just like name me like the like the most underrated Brockhampton song or something like that. And I said I didn't necessarily think that weight was underrated. I just don't think it gets appreciated enough. That, yeah, like yeah. the <clears throat> intro with Kevin it's 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 another song where they're all opening up to you absolutely and like oh my god it's just so good and like the production too it's ridiculous and like there were last year i had a lot of like it's not i wouldn't say that i was like in a bad place but like i knew that like my mental health could be better right and there were so many times where i would listen to wait and i just felt like the whole song 
is a roller coaster and it just encapsulated how I was feeling about my life at that point. And especially like whenever Joba's part comes in towards the end with his auto-tune vocals and the lyrics are like, pressure makes me lash, lash back, wish I could get past that, like yeah. that part. I get like goosebumps every time I hear that part just because of like how much it helped me through that time period. The part of the song that always like gave me goosebumps, it was what hooked me at first was Dom's verse. Mm-hmm. When he says, uh, my mother called me today. She said she felt she, or she said she felt my energy a country, country away. away. Yeah. Yeah. Which is dope because like they, uh, recorded that album in Abbey road yeah. studios. Um, but yeah, I mean, just everything about that track is fantastic. And, but like tape is the, like every time I hear tape, cause I don't go back to it a ton, but every time I listen to it, I'm like, why don't I listen to this more? Yeah. Like, there, I don't, I don't know, but I mean, every artist has those. You have, you like, there's a, I think, a common thing I'll run into when I listen to albums for, or even artists for the first time is there are songs I'll ignore, not ignore, but like they're not my favorite at the time, and then somehow over time that song just grows on me so much to the point where I'm like, wow, why have I never fully paid attention to this song? Absolutely, absolutely. It's just weird because like. The first time I listened to Iridescence, I was like, tape's going to be one of those songs. Yeah. And then, like, it still is. It's not that, but, like... Yeah. And that this is another one of those cases where if it was up against something else, it would probably win. You know what I mean? It's just the way the bracket generated it. So, so Wait is moving on, and the next set of songs are Where the Cash At from Iridescence and Gold from Saturation 1. What do you got? I picked Gold. I picked Gold as well. I love where the cash at, and I was talking where the cash at is great. It hits, it slaps, and like, <laughs> like it, it. I don't know, like what what I remember, like the first time I heard it, like I just wanted to get up and start dancing, yeah. and I just like like you really want to like, like freak dance out really yeah. badly and just like just like throw it, throwing your arms, no like concise movements. No. You're just you're just going. <laughs> I love it. It's a good one to bump in the car, but like gold is just one of those. <laughs> gold is. A Brockhampton song. It, it's a bro- it's one of those where it's like, give me some Brockhampton songs to listen to, and that's gonna yeah. be one of I those. I think before Ginger and Iridescence came out, when it was just the Saturation trilogy, I think Gold is a song that pulled a lot of people could pull a lot of people into Brockhampton. One hundred percent. I mean, that's one of like when I was getting into Brockhampton, that was one of the songs that my friends would constantly play. Yeah, and that's kind of what pulled me in, especially Dom's verse. But I think everyone. Mm-hmm. If the, I think everyone, if they think like what's a good Dom verse, they're gonna choose Gold. Yeah, absolutely. And he has a and he has a lot of good verses to pick from, but I, I think everyone kind of goes back to Gold at some point. Yeah, because like that's a th- I, I've been listening to BH for a minute now, and like Jake's listened to him for a while too. But like whenever we became roommates and stuff, you know, I would talk about him a lot, and I was just like, "Look, you're not gonna find a bad Dom McLennan verse." <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, you know, I, I would go as far to say, like, there isn't a lot of bad verses in the Brockhampton discography anyway. Yeah. But there are some that I like more than others. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're never going to find a bad one from Dom. I mean, that he never feels correct. out of place about in, in anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, anyway. Anyway. So, you know what? <laughs> so gold, pick, gold moves on. Gold, gold's going to move on. Yeah. <laughs> so, this next one I also have a star by. <laughs> you have a star by Star versus Dearly Departed? <laughs> Yes, and the, mainly the only reason I have a star by it is because um, Star was the first Brockhampton song that I ever... Well, wait, what, what song did you pick? I picked Dearly Departed. Um, star was the first Brockhampton song I ever heard, and so that has a special place in my heart, and I still love the song. Like, I love the wordplay that they have. I mean, obviously, like, you know, the song's name is Star, and they have, like, a bunch of celebrity bars that affiliate with it and stuff, and they have, like, some of my favorite lines in the Brockhampton discography anyway. But goddamn, man, like, Dearly Departed Dearly is Departed just, like, is powerful. Powerful, like... When you... The first time you really listen to that song, you just kind of sit there and you're like, wow. So, some of the, um, Whenever a uh, album comes out that Jake and I both are really excited to listen to... Um, we, we put, we play it on our TV and we sit on the couch and we just kind of listen to it together. And like, we were on Twitter and we like saw some people talking about like, just wait till you get to dearly departed. And I was like, okay, like, well, what can I remember like specifically seeing like, man, Dom went in on dearly departed. Yeah. And like, I was expecting it to be like, 
he went like he rapped fast or something. <laughs> and no, I mean like no, he, ra- he mean, rapped. Rap still like pretty fast, but like that was that was I mean that was Dom opening up and getting yeah. Just, and like that's a, I think what's so cool about that song is like you know obviously I think Dom's verse gets a lot of the attention because of how powerful it is and how like how how it has to do with like the Amir Van situation and yes. stuff like that. But ev- each member comes in with a very personal. I think Matt's gets overlooked a lot. Matt's good. Yeah. I think it's because it doesn't really pertain to the Amir situation so much as like he talks about losing his grandparents, like his grandparents passing away. Yeah incredibly powerful everyone can relate to like the death of a family member mm-hmm. yeah. very serious yeah, very, like, so yeah. Like, but yeah dearly departed moves on i mean it ends with dearly departed ends with dom being so mad he throws the mic on the ground and and leaves the recording studio by slamming the door i was watching an interview and like hk was like you still owe me for those yeah like <laughs> when you when you realize that he, that's him throwing the mic and then slamming the door that was the moment where i was like Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's definitely a heavy track, but like also the production's fantastic. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so, wait, I just realized that if he like broke the mic, he also almost broke the camera for the music video. Yeah. Yeah. He, like kicks the camera a lot. I remember Ashlyn, their videographer was like, you Dom almost broke the camera for this music video. Maybe that, maybe that's what I was thinking. That might be it. I can't remember. But it wouldn't though. surprise me if you almost broke a mic. Mics are, <laughs> mics are pretty, uh, yeah, if you haven't if you haven't checked out Dearly Departed, definitely do it. Like it's it's definitely a good one. Um, but yeah, Dearly Departed over Star. Sorry, Star. You have a special place in my heart, but that song is just fucked. Like it's- this this one, this next matchup is the one I told you we are not gonna agree on. I could already tell from the second I did my bracket. Really? Yeah. Okay. So go ahead and take take. The- so this next one is uh, New Orleans from Iridescence versus Sugar from Ginger. Mm-hmm. I picked New Orleans. That's an interesting take. Yeah. Very interesting. This, You know what? I didn't write it down. I should have put a star next to this one because Sugar <laughs> is amazing. Sugar's right. great. It didn't deserve to go up against New Orleans. <laughs> oh, go into why you picked New Orleans. It's the intro of the album. The intro of the actual song just has so much energy that it pulls me in more okay. than sugar would sugar's great sugar's a nice i don't want to say ballad because it feels weird to call a rap song a ballad but it's like r&b is a better way to put it mm-hmm. new orleans is rap it pulls me in dom specifically with his intro i can't say his intro because <laughs> it has a lot of inward usage and i'm not gonna do that but it's just like you hear it and you're like oh i'm ready to go crazy it's definitely hype definitely hype and that yeah, versus, like, like it's great you know um yeah i i disagree though i, <laughs> I, I disagree entirely um i think i just like whenever i think of new orleans like it's not even my favorite intro in their whole discography you know what i mean it's probably not mine either but i think and like me as a brock hampton fan i love it when they make hype stuff yeah. you know what i mean but what pulls me in to Brockhampton a lot of time is like their feel good. I was gonna say I think you and I get pulled into Brockhampton for different things. Yeah. So like like I think you're a lot more not that you don't like rap, obviously. Like we love you gotta love rap to like Brockhampton. Yeah, but absolutely. I think uh you are a lot more interested in like the singing aspects of Brockhampton at times. I don't necessarily I have I have other artists that I go to if I want more of like a rap feel yeah. a lot of times. Um, I'm in this for the rap group. <laughs> I want to hear rapping, especially yeah. from someone like Dom. Absolutely, absolutely. But I mean Dom gives you that on Sugar though too. Yeah. You know? And like But it's not as it's not as hype as New Orleans. I'm fine if like for our consensus bracket we pick Sugar. Sugar's yeah. a good song. And I, I think that for like, my own personal bracket, I definitely yeah, pick New yeah, Orleans. Yeah, absolutely. And I, but like you know, me standing up for Sugar again. If you think of a Brockhampton track, I feel like you're. I feel like the narrative is going to go towards Sugar now. You know what I mean? Like when now, a, lo- yeah. a lot of people like whenever I talk about Ginger with people, they're like, "This is the Brockhampton that's like here to stay." Like, this is, like, the direction that they're heading in, as opposed to, like, an iridescence. You know what I mean? I th- well, yes, 
But I think we kind of agree that in iridescence, they didn't really know where they were headed. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll be completely honest. Iridescence is my favorite Brockhampton album in their whole discography. That's a hot take. I would love for them to keep. It's a hot the, take. It is. But like, just for me personally, like I understand why it's not other people. Yeah. But like. I, I don't think it deserves the hate that it gets. Yeah. It's, absolutely. It's like, I don't. I don't want to say that Brockhampton has a worst album because they're all so good. Right, right. And it feels weird to call any of them a worst album, but I don't think Iridescence is their worst album. I'm not going to say worst. Like, it's not. It's definitely not their it's least not the good bottom. album. Yeah, it's not at the bottom. But I, I just think that, and I don't. And it's like pulling teeth here. Like the fact that I had to go up against New Orleans sucks. Yeah, you know what I mean. But if I'm going to go, if I want to get hype to a Brockhampton song. It's not even the first one that I go to. New Orleans is. That's like, fair. It's like I'm, I think it's different. Get hype. Like there's get hype like Boogie, which I'm sure we'll get to later. I don't know if it's yeah. in this bracket. It might be in the other bracket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Um, Boogie's a get hype. Like we're gonna get hype and dance type song. I New Orleans is like get hype because we're gonna fight. We're gonna break. Some like shit. we're gonna throw <laughs> hands. <laughs> yeah, and and you know what? That's the thing. Is just like I not the, not that I'm getting in fights. Let <laughs> me <laughs> clarify that. <laughs> but uh, and and that's the thing. Like like what we said before. Like you know we're not gonna agree on everything, and that's completely cool. And that's it's not like <laughs> New Orleans is a bad pick. Like New Orleans is a fantastic song, and it kicks off iridescence very well. And like I completely understand, like kind of like what we talked about. Like we kind of go to Brockhampton for two different things mm-hmm. and stuff. Like I, there's not a lot of Brockhampton songs I don't like, so yeah. like I'm cool with everything. But Sugar is definitely one of those songs. I think Sugar is the one that we're gonna that's gonna move on in our consensus bracket. You know, I mean, I'm obviously cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but cool. So Sugar's going on for our consensus bracket, but we are halfway through round two now. Cool, 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 cool. We're forty-five minutes in. Forty <laughs> minutes in. Forty minutes. Hey, you know what? This is this is what we live. For. This is gonna be like a five-part series. <laughs> I'm about it, man. I'm I'm I love the journey. Take me there. <laughs> All right. So next up, uh, where are we at? It's uh, boys versus Jover. I pick Jover. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry. I, I had the brackets. Yeah, it's boys versus Jover. I also pick Jover. Yeah, I, honest. I don't think this one's gonna be very long. Just like uh, Joe Ver versus Ginger, I didn't think yeah, Joe Ver. Like I got to boys versus Joe Ver when Joe Ver moved on, and I was like, oh, that's pretty easy. I, I think so. Back to like so last week on my Instagram story, I was like, you know what to do? Send me questions. And Jake sent me, what do you think is one of the more overrated Brock Hampton songs? Or like, what's one that you don't really go? To? Yeah. And boys was that like was that one, and it's not that I don't like it. Like I can listen to it and enjoy it, but like it's just one I don't consistently go back to. Like the chorus to me is like like I like it now, but like it's it's taken me a long time to like to actually like enjoy it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like like I said, we've talked about Joe Ver a decent bit already, so we won't really go back and dwell that, on but, it. Yeah, uh, yeah, Joe Ver over boys, cool. All right, the next two are Thug Life from Iridescence and St. Percy from Ginger. What you got? I picked St. Percy. I picked St. Percy as well. I love Thug Life, though. I, I, put, I put a star by this. Put a star by it. <laughs> I put a star by it because, like, I, I just, to your point about New Orleans coming in just, like, heated <laughs> and stuff, I love that Thug Life is so beautiful <laughs> and just, like, just the bitter opposite of new Orleans. And like, whenever I listen to new Orleans, like I feel like I have to listen to thug life after you got to balance it out. I got to balance it. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, you know, I, I love Dom's verse on it and I love, um, I love Bareface on it and stuff. So like, you know, uh, it kind of sucked doing this one, but like St. Percy was like another one of those songs that like, you know, it feels like a Brockhampton track, yeah. you know, like you get something solid from everyone on there, except Jova because Jova is not. On <laughs> right. Right. Um, you know, we kind of talked about Kevin's vocals being a little bit more monotone on it, but like it fits this track 
more, I feel. Um, St. Percy? Yeah. 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 And, like, if, if you ever get the fantastic chance to go see them live, they have a different version of it that they do live, and it's, like, a lot more hype. <laughs> you know what I mean? A lot more hype than it already is. Than it already is. And that's – we kind of – Jake and I have had conversations um, about how Merlin can kind of get, like – not like a not like a bad rap not a bad rap i just think he gets mistaken i think yeah. i think people don't take him as seriously as he deserves case in point is saint percy um so if y'all didn't know um well first merlin's part in saint percy is him yelling murder man murder man someone better hold me before the shit gets ugly and then he just keeps saying murder man murder man yeah and like it's it's hype as fuck it, it, it's a it's a typical like you know Merlin's coming in going off. He's gonna go crazy. You know I mean? The going the wild. energy he brings is just this crazy energy that yeah. I think uh, gets focused on a lot. But like he in an interview that they did with MTV recently, he talked about how that that uh, versus about one of his friends that had passed away. Supposedly, what was it from? What what did they say? I don't it was? I don't know what they said, but they ruled it as a suicide. And Merlin is pretty sure his friend was actually murdered. He didn't kill himself. And I, I think that's really funny to not, 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 not that the death was not funny, not the death part's it, funny. It's, but it's in the interesting context, to think like him just going crazy in this verse and getting everyone pulled in because it's like so energetic is actually about like a, a death that he thinks was incorrectly ruled. Like the crazy part about this song too is in that same interview, Kevin was like, you know, basically there gets a point into our albums where we make a bunch of songs and there's not enough like rap songs, so we need to make we need to like focus on making like rap songs now. And they all, everyone except for Merlin, talked about like, yeah, this was just me like having fun on a track. And then Merlin was yeah. like, Merlin's like, yeah, my friend died. <laughs> right. So like. That that part alone just like makes it that track like so much more dense yeah. to me, you know. But like that's a, I mean, but to everyone else, like everyone else is just having fun on it, and you can kind and of they like all get that feel. Did a great know? job on the album, right? Or on that song, also on the album, but on that song. <laughs> so yeah, Saint Percy, Saint Percy moves on over Thug Life. So this next one, next set of tracks is "Vivid" from Iridescence and "Heat" from Saturation One. I picked Heat. I also picked Heat. Um, I love Vivid. Vivid's a good one. I think it's like, it's not one of their standout tracks, but definitely not a bad one. I mean, it can get you hyped, yeah. but there's not a lot, a lot more songs on the Brockhampton discography that can get you hyped like Heat. Right. So. Heat. Heat is. It pulls you in. Well, and like that's the first song off Saturation One for a lot of people. That was the first time hearing Brockhampton yeah. and stuff, and just thinking about that, it's insane to me. Yeah, like, but yeah, cool. Um, so heat moves on, moves on down. over vivid. <laughs> and this next one, I feel like, is going to be pretty short. Yeah, this is when loophole gets put in. Uh, it's loophole against no halo. No Halo, I got. Yeah, yeah it was no Halo. No Halo's fantastic. The opener off of Ginger, you know. Um, it's another one of those very personal and uh, vulnerable uh, tracks and stuff, but the production's great as well. And, like, kind of like going back to what we said about Merlin before. Like, I was just about to say the same thing. It's another time where Merlin doesn't have a verse where he's, like, going crazy and yelling. He's opening up. It's- and, like, just kind of going back into, like, Brockhampton's, like, ability to do storytelling, man. Like, I don't necessarily relate to everything that they're talking about. Like, Not specifically, like, yeah. on Joba's verse. Like, he starts off, like, went to church for the hell of it, stumbled in, drunk as shit. Like, can't relate <laughs> can't, to that. can't say I've ever done that. Yeah. But it paints this picture of, like, where he's at and, like, where he's at, like, personally and, like, mentally. Mm-hmm. That's, like, dang, man. You know what I mean? So, like it's just wild it 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 sets the tone for ginger too yeah you know like it fits it so well but yeah so (laughs) no halo loophole's cool though it's cool i think of any like interim song that they have on their albums i think loophole's probably my favorite of definitely my favorite one you know and it's like that's a personal one too like talking about how like where they're at in terms of like where they were before yeah in terms of like you know what their mindset is about like their life in the music industry, right. you know. But so, yeah. yeah, so no Halo moves on. Mm-hmm. And this next one sucked. 
This was so a bad. hard decision to this make. This one. You know what? It was so hard. I didn't make it. I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make the decision. The next one is fabric versus you didn't district. Make the no. <laughs> Oh man! So the next, the next one is fabric versus district, both off of iridescence. The deci- so okay. Let me, uh, let me defend myself here. It's fabric versus district, but the 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 match after this is boy buy versus honey. And I knew that no matter who won between fabric or district, they in my mind they weren't gonna beat boy buy or honey. <laughs> and I Gosh, was like, you know what? I should have drew a star bite. I didn't draw a star. Um. I just I was like it doesn't matter because they're both great. I I just gonna save myself the decision because they're gonna lose in the next round. Uh, that's so funny. I love that so much. Well, um, I, I guess I'll take this one. Then. Um, I picked district at the end of the day. So district's um, gonna move so on. District, district's gonna move on. Uh, I'll just talk. I, I'm gonna give fabric the respect that it deserves, though. Um, Fabric is another one of those songs off of Iridescence that like I think back to in the sense of like I was like not in the best place last year and like I would go to Fabric and I would be like holy shit yeah this is this just fits my mood not necessarily lyric wise but like the beat and just like how they were the tone more than the tone of it more than anything like I that song it sucks that I had to go up against district, you know, but district is just like, like that's a song. When I think of iridescence, like that's, one that's that a go-to. go to. Yeah. That's like, it's, you know, that one is hype as hell. Yeah. But like the subject matter again, is just like, it's very personal and st- but like, dude, I think what, what seals it in is just like the production for me because like it has everything. Yeah. Like it has those abrasive beats that iridescence offers. But like, whenever like the latter half of the song comes in, and it's like a lot more peaceful—not like peaceful, but like it's a lot more mellow. And like, uh, Barefaces verse comes in and stuff. Like, I, I just I love it to death, man. But yeah, that one was definitely a hard one. So district is going to be district moving moves on. on. And uh, this next one, it wasn't necessarily hard, as hard for me, but like I know that like these next two songs like are two of Jake's favorites. Yeah, this was hard for me. So the next one is Boy Bye from Ginger versus Honey from uh, Iridescence. And like, so a little bit of a little bit of story time. Uh, <laughs> Jake and I, along with our friend Brian, went and saw Brockhampton in Cleveland um, this past December. And um, whenever Honey started playing, like I looked over at Jake and like his jaw like dropped. You know what I mean? So that's that's one of those songs that I wasn't necessarily like thinking that they were gonna perform. I was I really wasn't either. Honey for a long time was my favorite Brockhampton song. And I think it's a good one, man. I think right now, like where I'm at in my life, Honey I think is my third favorite Brockhampton song. Got you. Got you. So I but I also just I wasn't expecting much iridescence at the show. Yeah, right. So when they played Honey, of all of Iridescence, like they played Honey, I my jaw dropped and I got hyped. <laughs> I was also sick. I had oh, yeah, Jake I was had like... some stomach bl- bug. I th- threw up seven pounds of my body weight. <laughs> I lost seven pounds from being sick, and I still drove four hours to get back. Well, to get back in time for us to go see Brockhampton, we did miss the opening act, but we still saw Slow Tie and then Brockhampton. Hell yeah, brother. But yeah, so I had Boy Bye going though. I did pick Boy Bye though. I just think that's not only do I think that's a Brockhampton song, I think that's like this one of the songs of Ginger. Oh, absolutely. Like I think we talked about how like if you remove it from the context of the album, like it's still so good. And yeah, that's what this one came back to for me. Like if you take Boy Bye away from Ginger, like I don't like it significantly you don't like ginger as much yeah yeah and and that's not that like honey isn't important to iridescence uh album but you could take it away and like i would i think the the tone of iridescence would mostly stick if you took out honey absolutely whereas i think if you took out boy bye from ginger it would change it a lot i also think this was a time where the music video was just so good (laughs) I'm going to talk about there's a specific scene when Kevin's or a specific shot when Kevin Abshack starts rapping 
and he it's just a close-up of him and he's surrounded by lighters and as he raps one by one the lighters go out and i think of that shot about once a week because it was so <laughs> well done yeah also i think that's one of my favorite kevin verses ever oh it's so good so good he's also then like after the uh the shot that you were talking about, it goes in the hem and he has his shirt off and he's looking hot as shit. He just looks jacked. <laughs> like I, for some reason, never realized he's just ripped. Right, exactly. But yeah, so boy, bye. Beat honey. Um, the next one was 1997 Diana going up against Big Boy. And personally, I picked Big Boy. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah, I picked Big Boy just in the sense that 97 Diana is like, it might be my least favorite out of those the, the 90s songs the 90s as i keep singles. referring them to referring yeah to them as. and like and not that it's bad but like i just like i honestly kind of forget about diana a lot um and big boy is like one of those songs that where like like i listen to joba's verse and i'm like taken away like yeah, I'm yeah. Taken to i specifically place. remember after ginger came out like walking somewhere and listening to it and once I like really paid attention to Ginger's ver or to Ginger to Job to Joba's verse in Big Boy, I texted Spencer and I was like, "I'm like this is underrated. Yeah, like absolutely. I missed out on this. Right. And but that's the thing is just like it kind of starts off with one um like you know Kevin's like more like not, it's not even that it's like monotone. It's just a little bit more slow. Yeah. And it's a little it's a little bit I don't know. But um, but then even like I love Bareface's part like too like I. I love me some bareface with some auto tune and stuff, and you get both the like the super like drowned out auto tune, and then his vocals in his second part. Yeah, um, and I just love it so much. Um, but yeah, you know, I I, I don't I definitely think uh, ninety seven Diane is a good track. It's not bad. It's fun, but like uh, personally for me, I just I go back to Big Boy more too. So yeah, you, you know what? We can have Big Boy move on. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, okay, so this is so, the next. The next one is the last, the last thing of round two. I think we should stop recording after this one. Okay, because yeah, it has cool. been an hour, and then <laughs> yeah. we can, and then we can save the recording, and then we'll just start another one and finish the rest of the bracket. Yeah, sounds good to me, man. So, okay, so what do you pick for so, the last? One? The last one is San Marcos from Iridescence versus I've Been Born Again from uh ginger what you got i picked san marcos i did as well yeah i did as well um san marcos is just definitely one of those songs that i feel is definitely needed on iridescence i agree completely um it's it's one of those feel-good brockhampton songs you yeah. know like it it takes me back to like listening to like it's a sing-songy like, brockhampton song but yeah. like it's i mean I was gonna say it's good. That all of all of them are good. That's the whole point of this bracket system, right? Yeah, and it, I I think it's just like you know it. You know, it's one of those that's like super personal and stuff. And like I can like I can put myself into basically each one of their verses. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and then the other thing we keep bringing up is like if you remove a song from the context of the album, mm -hmm. "I've Been Born Again" was the first single for Ginger, and I didn't like it. Yeah. Right. And then once the album actually came out, I loved I've Been Born Again within the context of the album. Yeah. But when it was on its own as a single, I really didn't like it for some I don't know what it was. Just for some reason, it, yeah. could, it didn't like, get me. Like, I liked it. I I just knew it wasn't like their best work. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, right after that, they put out If You Pray Right. And yeah. that was amazing right <laughs> yeah man and that's you know i keep talking about this and you're gonna get a lot of this with me um when it comes to iridescence but like you know i just go, go thinking back to last year and where i was at like saren marcos was just like that that song too and they have um oh what's it called they they performed a live version um if you look it up on youtube like a like like a version like a version on youtube and you look up um the san marcos version like personally i like that version better than the studio version because i feel like it fits like the subject matter a little bit more it has a uh like a women's choir in the background and it's just like it's essentially like all piano and this women's choir and oh my god it's beautiful like it's so good please check it out if you haven't um but yeah san marcos is going san marcos going on. moves on 
So right, yeah. right now for our consensus bracket, the first uh, match in round three will be 1999 Wildfire versus 1998 Truman. Uh, second round is If You Pray Right by or versus Something About Him. Third is Weight versus Gold. Fourth is Dearly Departed versus Sugar. Fifth is Jover versus St. Percy. Seventh is Heat versus No Halo. Eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Seventh is District versus Boy Bye. And then eight is Big Boy versus San Marcos. Rock on, man. All right. We're going to stop recording. And then right, we will see, pick see right back up. One. Yeah. If you made it this far. If you made it this far, thanks. Because we just talked about Brock Hampton for an hour. This is a niche <laughs> episode, huh? 